Support for the Takeover Lounge is provided by the Arts Foundation for Tucson and Southern Arizona, funded by the City of Tucson and Pima County, with additional support from the Community Foundation for Southern Arizona. Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. Yo, what is up, everybody? It is Friday, 8 p.m., so you know where we at. We in the Takeover Lounge. We are back. Uh, sorry, we took a little week off, you know what I'm saying? So we had to rejuvenate, you know, do our little thing. Um, today, we have a special guest. We had him on last year. This is his second year coming on to, coming on to the Takeover Lounge, chatting with us. We got none other than Sean Louis, the man, the myth, the legend himself. <laughs> How's it going, Sean Louis? <laughs> Dude, I'm blessed, man. I'm happy to be a part of uh, what you guys are doing and everything. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. Man, of course. But how couldn't we? I mean, the work you've been doing since we last spoke, I mean, we have to talk about it. We got to talk about it. Yeah. So let's dive straight into it. Daniela, go ahead and kick us off like a normal Friday. All right. So first thing is um, walk us through the typical day of Sean Louis. Ooh. (laughs) I get up around four, uh, three or four every day. Um, I do like you guys really good. You really want to know the details? Is that how yeah? That is? Wild. <laughs> All right. So um, let's say I'll talk about today. Let's do it today. So today okay. I um, you see me? Bam. Um, today <laughs> I um, uh, woke up at four. Um, I do like the vocal lessons every single morning. There, uh, then I check my emails. Um, I start uh, either I either do like a project I'm working on. I do photography on the side, or do some Black Renaissance something something that I know that is work related, like like a regular nine to five thing. I do that between like six and something, six and eight, six and nine maybe ahead of time. Um, and then um, I take a quick break. My break usually consists of letting like my cats or dogs out. Um, takes my girl, uh, kind of checking in on the world. Cause at that point, everyone's up, stuff's happening. And that's when I check my social feeds and kind of just watch everything because all the cool, crazy stuff um, uh, happens, you know, around 9 a.m., especially when you look at Europe and all that stuff. So, anyway, so then I started doing like music. So I started creating content. So I, you know, the idea for it, like anything and everything for with like the social media phase of our existence in life is that you have to create a machine. So um, I do create, you know, I create some kind of content. Um, then, man, let's see. I have a ton of stuff. So I have like a task. I do like a task management list. And okay. I pretty much plan out, like, I'm so ashy. I pretty much plan out um, my, ro- <laughs> I, I plan out like a, my rollout, right? So I plan my rollout over like three months for like an EP, a month for a single, whatever. So I just pretty much set everything out. So once I do like the regular stuff, which is like vocal lessons, emails, something with like a nine, like a, something with like a project that I'm working on. It's like right now, Black Renaissance is throwing um, 
um, doing the nighttime version or nighttime session of the Juneteenth Festival for Tucson, Arizona. Um, so like that project right now is in my hands. So um, taking care of that, kind of looking over stuff, contracts and blah, blah, blah. So after, from, uh, from that point, um, uh, yeah, I kind of just like, I make music, uh, do photography. Um, I do a lot of reading, people reading a lot, listen to a lot of podcasts, kind of educating myself in a sense. I've been trying to stay away from TikTok, man. I think I'm on it now, but it's, oh, no. it's dangerous. I'm like watching all these dances and I'm like, you know, I'm sk- I'm skinny and I'm stiff now because of this thing. And anyway, so is uh, I do I do that. Uh, but yeah, just like setting setting like a lot of live shows and then going back and writing. You know, I write a song a day, mm. um, and um, yeah, I just do that. And I do all that throughout the whole day. So that's like a good by by the time seven o'clock rolls around, I'm like exhausted and I feel like I'm getting old. But then I realize I'm like, holy crap, you're actually up at three. And then yeah. you start going at it, and I don't take like I don't take but maybe about like one break in between the days. So it's a lot, man. But it's it's good, you know. It, it takes a lot to really, especially if an independent artist, you know, like a manager or any kind of booking, everything. You're doing everything yourself, so you have to schedule out your tasks about the day so that they're most effective. So I try to do at least four or five tasks every single day. I know that I can execute a high level. And then wow. stay consistent at it. So that's kind of my typical day, you know. I, it, it fluctuates like you know, pre-COVID. Versus post COVID, so like there's no shows going on right now. So yeah, it's just a typical day. Yeah, that's a great question. That was a great question. I feel like I got a lot out of that question from yeah. you. That was wow. Did, do you eat, Sean Louis? I didn't. I didn't. You didn't <laughs> eating in there. <laughs> it's like so. When I was talking to my other friend about this, uh, my friend Fiona, who's like one of the senior curators, is that when we get going, like I just forget. I just forget to eat. So like I can go, there's been times, let's say at the very peak of when I was like essentially working every single day for 16 hours, I didn't eat for like three or four days straight. Whoa. Just because of going. Yeah, but then but then here's my here's my thought. People go, Oh my gosh, John, you're gonna die. Here's my thought. This is how normal this is this is this is like the, the state. Now I'm not saying I'm this person, but I'm just saying like when I heard I heard of this, I understood the mindset. So the mindset is like when they talked about Beyonce, when she was doing one of her albums, albums, she was like working so hard. She was so focused on the task of making sure that she wanted to do whatever, whatever the, whatever, you know, whatever you, whatever you think you can accomplish. Right. So she was so focused on accomplishing the vision she had in her head and her heart that she forgot to eat. She like, she like blinked and she's like, oh my God, just spend three days. I haven't eaten anything. I got to eat something. And now similar now, hold on. Now she has, she probably has someone that immediately after three days was like, hey, you gotta eat something. That's probably she clicked in the gear. So someone like myself, like again, I can do I can do like three or four days before I start noticing that like I'm losing weight or you know, something like that. Now those are extremes that hasn't happened in a long time. Everybody, I'm fine. Please stop messaging me and DM tell me I need to eat and all that stuff. I am naturally skinny. But in a sense, in a sense of like, if you're so focused and like that, sometimes food it comes and like a second thought. You know, I'm not saying yeah. it's a good thing or or healthy, but it does when you're so focused. Like it's just it's just it's just it's, I I I feel like it's a byproduct and it's something that that every single artist should work out on their own. You know, not every single artist is going to be different. Some artists are going to like not not sleep for a whole week. Like myself, mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore. I got to take my naps. You know, my nap nap. <laughs> I feel that. So when where does the nap fit in that schedule? Dude, so I try to do like um 
uh, let's see, it's maybe like after nine, maybe like around 10 o'clock, because after 10 o'clock, all the emails like pretty much die down, right? Because everyone is responding back quickly, 9 a.m., you know, 10, right. 10, like the earth like starts taking their naps. So I like, I take a nap around 10, 10, 10, 30, 11, um, sometimes new, depending on, just depending on honestly, like what's happening. So if I'm in the, like in the mood, like, like today, I was like really, yeah, today and yesterday, I didn't take any naps because I was like, I was so focus on this album that I had some inspiration. I was like, let's do another one. Do another take, you know? So right. yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. Sean Louis be waking up early, man. When when I get Daniela can attest to this. When we get a text from Sean Louis, it's 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 yeah. not at uh one thirty PM. <laughs> it's definitely six thirty AM and I'm like <laughs> oh was that Sean Louis. <laughs> and it's like what, the what, most what? complex questions too. And it's all like I'm waking up <laughs> I've been up for hours. I, I've been learning to check myself on that because, like, though I'm texting, like, you know, I'm texting people so early that I'm thinking it's like it's ten o'clock, you know? <laughs> right. It's like it's like four forty-five. <laughs> I'm trying to have yeah. a depth conversation. Yeah, exactly. Then, <laughs> yeah, it's just like you hit, you hit them with a meaningful question. Like, it definitely is deep, and we're like, it is seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> I have, we have not had our coffee yet. But it's like, oh, what's good? What's good with y'all? <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. So let's talk about the, the most recent project you just dropped, Nor. Yeah. yeah. So that was a project you foreshadowed and told us that you were dropping last year. And yeah. so it's crazy to see that come to life. And so how can you talk about the creative process and, and the COVID and then all that good stuff? Yeah, man. I um, so I wrote. I think we wrote a lot of the songs. Some of the wait, trying to think. There's one song I wrote three years ago, two years ago. A guy named William Fabry, mm. uh, out in L.A. And we something happened where we both weren't feeling. It was not perfect time. You know, every song has a has a perfect season. And it just wasn't their season, so I kept that in the back burner. But I came up with the concept of Noir of doing a whole album that talked about the tension that's like always happening in my my body, the stiffness or whatever. Um, so, um, so obviously I came up with like the first one top of my head and I'll just the rage, the raging thoughts that were happening while at the beginning of COVID. Um, and, um, yeah, it was fine. It was really good. It's like with the first project where I had my hands on everything, you know, um, like from, like, from you know, I, I, I did have, um, um, it's always good to have like friends to like bounce stuff off, but like they just want to make sure, I just want to make sure that I was like, in the, I wasn't hitting the bumper, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, like where you go bowling and like those bumpers, my friends were the bumpers going, Hey, don't go off. So um, right. it's always good to have those back feedback, especially when inside COVID with the beginning of COVID, I was writing this record. I was writing essentially in a bubble. I was like only writing with like myself and maybe like one other person, you know, as in like I was showing them. So anything that we thought was good was good. But that doesn't mean that it's good, you know, in, right. a, in, a, in a sense, you know? So, um, um, so yeah, um, we recorded, did everything. Um, and then I ended up like, I think I ended up scratching a couple of the cracks. I think I'm actually looking at my computer. Um, yeah. and, uh, I, um, yeah. Um, but it's, but it's, uh, it, I narrowed it down to like maybe four tracks and then that's what everyone has so far. Yeah. How much, how much was on the original track list? Um, I have, so here's the other thing too, is that I started writing uh, every uh, two or three songs every single day for like wow. 60 days. Um, I have, I have some, I have some, I have some bangers. Let's not kid ourselves here. This is bangers. Um, but, uh, um, 
so the original draft list supposed to have like nine, but I decided to do the EP instead mm-hmm. and to and to really create like a concept out of it. So um, Noir is just the first one out of the out of three uh, that I'll be talking about. The next one is called um, um, they got called Kara Kara the Kara EP, and it's going to talk about the stuff the, the stuff that was happening in my chest and my heart, you know, at the same time the tension and. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a little more earthy and a little more rhythm based, just because like you know the heart is always beating while yeah. while serious stuff is happening. So uh, it's gonna be cool, man. I'm excited for that one. You got me all yeah. excited. So with um with new art, the new art project, uh, you you broke your finger, correct? No, um, the toe was it your toe? Oh man, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I broke my foot. I broke my toe. Yes. yes. So, like, how would that play into the the whole album and project itself? <laughs> Dude, I totally forgot. Like that BTS. I literally, I hundred percent forgot. Actually, he's like, "Why you broke my toe?" Right now, like, I broke my toe. I totally forgot about that. Dude, I can't even. I don't know. Significant. It was very significant for sure because I like. I think it was like the time where like, I'm trying to think what was it. It was like maybe last year. I'm trying to think what what month was it. Something else was happening where it overshadowed that whole situation. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to remember too. I I think it was like leading up to your release of the <laughs> Why I was stressed. Um, <laughs> um, I do remember. Okay, now the memories are coming back. But I do remember me taking my chair I have me right now and yes. like rolling around my house as my dog is trying to lick my foot. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, <laughs> it's so weird. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I really did forget. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. Um, but yeah, so anyways, um, yeah, that uh, that for sure has something substantially to do with it. If my body's Make me forget, probably crazy PTSD. I I do remember like a lot of the, the pain, and I was really worried because it's like I already had my back problems, and I had, couldn't mm-hmm. really, you know, even to this day, I was like playing bass. I posted a bit of me playing bass, and you could, if any 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 good musician can see that there's a delay between me and the rhythm at one point, and that was that was my that's me telling my my brain telling my hands to move, and my hands not moving. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I can feel. I now I can see this delay. I got to practice a little more. So it was like, so that mixed in with the toe. Yeah, it was chaos, man. Of course, it was chaos, you know. But I created something really beautiful out of it. And I think, um, honestly, I I wonder if um, it that actually made me stop and like, you know, because even uh, stop and rest even more because um, the fact that I was regaining strength inside my my hands immediately. Sean Louis was like, "Let's go, let's full right. force," you know. Um, and which is probably bad. Um, so the me uh, me having my toe, um, you know, broken uh, did help. I hundred percent really did forget about that. But now now I'm kind of worried that it's like I'm really having a trauma issue with no. my toe. I'm it's just like, kidding. These are the big the big toe man really just messed yeah. me up. It just was really. <laughs> what's even crazier was that as I do yoga and right now, so I do yoga to like stretch my body out a little more. Uh, and uh, they, uh, I remember going to yoga and like obviously you get to take off your socks and everything. So like, right. oh, my toe was like this big fat mark. And I remember like, me looking down, and you're looking behind me at this random girl. She looked at me and she smiled. And I'm like, you're gonna hate me. Like, this, you <laughs> stare at my toe all day. So I was super self conscious. 
I was like, you know, like I was like, even this, even this joke, I was like, in downward facing dog, I would always, or or, or child's pose, I would like tuck my my toes in and like you know hide my. Dog. I was so embarrassed. Definitely, definitely. Like, I don't want to yeah. show my big toe, like you know what I'm saying. I'm just gonna keep it to myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um. So, how do you de-stress, Sean Louis? Well, <laughs> the thing called alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. It's funny. I'm actually angry. I'm gonna give a shout out. <laughs> Shout out to uh, my the homie Handsome Rob. He is uh, uh, the one of my new sponsors for my uh, my music. So I'm giving a shout out to him. I'm actually making his stuff. Um, uh, so, but I, you know, I've been meditating. To be honest, without all, all jokes aside, I really have been focusing and meditating and manifesting the dreams that are inside my heart, and not just and, and they don't become dreams anymore, right? So that there's just something that's going to happen. So I really spend time. Something I do every single day is that before I touch anything, so. Let me rephrase. But uh, I do do some business stuff that I got to take care of really early in the morning just because of like um, Europe and stuff like that. But like there is even even before then, you know, I'll just do check ins, make sure everyone's good to go. No one's dying. Right. I, I, I lay my uh, I lay in this in, uh, in this bed behind me and I meditate for 15 minutes. I have stuff that I say over and over again that I make sure that my mind and heart and body is aligned with what I'm, what I want to do for the day. Um, and real talk has been the best thing ever happened to me that in yoga out of the whole COVID experience, hundred percent. I'm like, I think the person that w- was existing in February wouldn't meet him, wouldn't get along too much just because the bit is different, you know? So, um, um, yeah. So my de-stress really is just meditation and yoga. Um, it's happy. I do take walks sometimes. So if I'm if I'm stuck on a song, put Air, AirPods in, take a walk around the block. You know, um, I definitely do talk to my. I have like several friends that I I talk to on a daily basis that we do check in with each other and that helps me de stress. Also, I watch random TikTok videos and YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, you know, I play with my dogs and I've you know I've been, uh, I've, I've uh, I'm I'm in the midst of. Uh, in the midst of amazing family and creating an amazing family uh, with my girl and our animals and everything. So that's, that's also very distressful. So it's been dope. How yeah. long did it take you to, to practice like your meditation? Like, I feel like for people that first try it, it's so hard to get control of your thoughts and let them, you know, not just bombard you. So how did you really practice trying to, to get in that meditation flow? It really happened with yoga. Okay. That yoga, you're having to focus and making sure your performance right and everything. And especially like if you are needing the stretch, I want to make sure that I'm getting every single thing out of it. So I'm pushing my arms and everything, but it's making me focus. And so I, I started practicing. Um, actually, it was my friend. It was Fiona. Fiona uh, Cadet Black Renaissance. You love one who. She uh, she mentioned that I should do it, and then I remember some other people in the past were saying I should do it. But again, ADHD can't do it. But yeah, yoga helped me focus. So I just I started saying it in yoga, and then finally my friend's like, "You should just do nothing and try to do meditation." And I was like, "What?" And I'm like, "I can't do nothing. I got you know with yoga at least I'm doing something. I'm saying right. this stuff, bam, bam." Um, yeah, but this stuff with meditation is different, and it really did like. Like I, I honestly, pay, maybe say like the third or fourth, and so I almost like do like a thing where like my voice, my voice is at the bottom of my mind. I take my take my vision and I put it at 
put it toward the voice and make sure my body and my mind is adhering to the words they're saying. I know it sounds, it may sound weird to some people, but, and I honestly th- thought it sounded weird as a, as a, you know, as a, um, as a, you know, as a pastor's kid, you know, from, from, uh, from California, like I understand that this sounds weird, but I 100% believe it worked because I am a byproduct. I can see my life becoming better. I can see manifestations happening. Um, and it really just started with yoga, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I think proud over here. She's like, stretching. Yes. We love to hear that. <laughs> yeah, man. There's me on the other side. Uh, I don't do stretching. I don't do much I of that. Trimsy, <laughs> like I'm cramping. What do I do? <laughs> I'll call. I'll call Daniela when I'm in LA Fitness cramping up and be like, "Yo, <laughs> I, I need help." Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I'm like, like in agony. So that's that's shout out to Daniela for picking up my calls because you just start charging me for them. But um, it's all good. I get the, I get the friend discount. <laughs> Yeah. Like FaceTime calls are now $45 per person. So, <laughs> so I saw you uh, posted on Twitter today and it was like, um, not Sean, Sean Lee. So, you know, so, <laughs> so, so here's my deal. Here's my deal with this thing. Right. So it's happened because a lady on the phone was like dealing with like, how like, Oh, I think it was a hospital from big part my toe or something. Okay. That I had a, because I, I was trying to figure out what this bill was. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, seriously, um, uh, and she kept she kept calling me Sean. Now, if you guys know who you know, if 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 I introduce you introduce myself to you as Sean, it's because that I know you probably can't say Sean Louis. It's easier just for you to say Sean because it's a quick interaction, right? It's not. It's not it doesn't bug me at all. But if I go, oh yeah, hey Sean Louis, keep, like my name is Sean Louis, and you keep calling me Sean, that's weird. It's like almost like me calling you, I don't know, Power Power Ranger Z, right? I'm gonna call you Power Ranger Z. <laughs> okay. You have to make something up right now. <laughs> and and you go, no, 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 my name's Z, and I go, Ty, and then I call you Power Ranger Z. That means that I am <laughs> am either incompetent or I'm disrespecting you. And it's a, right. it's like a thing. It's like it's almost like. Like when you call, like when you, when you see a dog and you call, a dog has a name or a dog is just a dog and you can 100% call a dog their name, <laughs> um, call a dog by just, it's it's by a dog um, and you know, you're disrespecting him because you're not, you don't care about it. It's just a thing to you, you know? So right. anyway, that, that came out of that situation. So I know some people are like, I call you Sean all the time. If I, if I call you, if you call me Sean, I haven't corrected you. It's 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 not obviously not to say because you can't say Sean Louis, but it's probably because I just don't like you know it's 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 I don't know I do pick and choose who can call me Sean like my grandmother calls me Sean right okay. but now those same very few people that call me Sean are is very very small group compared to people who call me Sean Louis so my first name really is Sean Louis so I introduce myself as Sean Louis every now and then I'll correct people to say hey call me Sean Louis because I know that like they those those same people their mouth is it's it has power and influence. So whoever they say my name to, that's gonna that's gonna stick, you know. Yeah. And it creates problems. So yeah, I know some people are like, I'm, I'm sorry, Sean Louis. I'm like, dog, it's okay. If I haven't corrected you, then like, I'm, if, if you know, some people flip between Sean and Sean Louis. And again, I understand that. And I because sometimes, you know, Americans really just Americans. It's just no, Americans. No, it definitely is. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I I don't want to go too on tangent on this, but yeah, it's it, it's all good. It's like it's all 
dude, sorry, I can't. I didn't know I see myself. It's all, it's all good. If you call, if you call me Sean, I'm probably just gonna be like, yeah, my name is Sean Louis. I'm not gonna be upset and like let's throw down or something like that. I'm just gonna be like, hey, call, he call me Sean Louis, please, because it's my name, you know. Names are names are so important. It's almost, you know, not almost. It's just as much as manifestation. If you're saying someone's name, your name means something. Everything means everything. That's why. That's why people call Beyonce Beyonce. She's like, call yeah. me. We call her Queen B because she's like, my name is Beyonce. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it means something. It's, it's 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 tied to a manifestation. And um, though people may people may call you something different, your manifestation of who you people call and what you call yourself, it, it's 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 crazy. And you want to make sure that everything's aligned. So, anyways, that's no, another. Exactly. I'm so glad I'm reading these books. <laughs> I'm glad we're on this topic because I I was one of those when I first met Sean Louis I was like, is it two names or is it one name? And I was like, <laughs> is it Sean Louis? So then once we came on the show and then the first time you're like, you know, it's Sean Louis. I was like, oh cool. So I'm just gonna call him Sean Louis now because that's his name. <laughs> so yeah, Sean Louis, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Again, if you call, if you even out there and they feel like they messed up, don't feel that way. Cause I don't feel that way. I just, if you can call me Sean Louis, call me Sean Louis. If you really can't, cause some people can't. I, people have tried and it feels horribly. I'm like, dude, just, just, just say what's up. Just call me what's up. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even try because you're hurting yourself and you, you're making us all look it really awkward in front of all these people as you're struggling right. to say my name. <laughs> You're like, yeah, what's your, what's your name? Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but does, the, go ahead. All right. What does that, so what does Sean Louis mean? What is that meaning for you? What does Sean Louis mean? It means I'm victorious. It's a, it's a very powerful name. My family, uh, you know, my, mo- my mother and my dad created, and I feel like if mm-hmm. I was the last decision they did before they got divorced, and that decision is long-lasting, it's eternal, so. I think it's very special, um, I, um, and it's something that I've like I've, I've searched my whole life for other Sean Louis, the same spelling and same you know. My name is only and it's only one. I think I said this last time. It's one little wow. small little kid in Philippines. He's probably four years old. I'm waiting for him to get older so I can punch him so he knows. <laughs> only one. There's only one man. I, I even like I even like contacted his aunt. You know, I don't know if I told this story. I contacted his aunt because I was like upset, you know, and I was, you know, I was, I felt, I, at the time it was like 24 hours or, yeah, I was like 24, 25. I was drinking a little bit. Um, so I got on the Instagram DMs and I was like, is this kid Sean Louis? He's like, yeah, it's Sean Louis. How'd you get home with the name? It's like, oh, we just found it. And I'm like, oh, so background story is that I used to own a nonprofit and we, we uh, were going to, um, uh, take, uh, rent out a, a piece of land, like something like 19 acres in like in the same area. And okay. I think my name, my name got out there, and someone got it. I'm like, no, no. So yeah, and and that land got taken over by rebels, which is, which is crazy. Which is which is fine. I mean, they can have it, right? It's their land. It's not me. I'll just I'll just go to farm it and give it back to the people. But uh, right, yeah, you know, that's that's. Sorry, very but, hands with the four year old. You already know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Hit me. Bring it on. Uh, Next question. Let's see. What has been your favorite song you've done so far? Mm-hmm. You got, you got mm. it. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Because it's like it's hard because I've written some stuff recently. That's really mm. good. Um 
Um, I think it's powerful. Hmm. It's like, man, dang it, Danielle. Um, uh, uh, your bad thing is really dope. I think an- another one is uh, is one that hasn't come out yet. It'll come out. It's like um, it talks. It's like a um, more gospel song, and and I wrote it. I wrote it in the middle of of, of COVID. Um, and I think it's really special. It's like, baby, tell me that you need me. In my heart, I know it's true. There can only be you. Even if our love does grow, we will finally know. Let your love reign over me soon. Anyway, that's the chorus of the song. But it's like... And I think live is going to be very, very powerful. And it'll get people to really like sing the, sing the words. And it came out of like, came out of like wanting, you know, some kind of relief by the rain and just realizing that I, I can hundred percent only get it from this person. And, um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's very, very beautiful. Also, there's no song that I really like I've been messing with because it's been in my head. I'm trying to figure out a way to produce it, but it's like, um, uh, uh, how's it go? Our love is danger, danger, danger. Our love is in danger, and the fire is me. Our love is in danger, 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 and the fire is me. Wow. Oh, what can it be, baby? Yeah, anyway, so that's another one that's coming out this year. And so both those two songs are like really special in my heart right now. Yeah, I'm gonna, I gotta figure it, I gotta figure it out, man. <laughs> now, yeah. like ASAP, come on. <laughs> I work. I'm gonna work on it. Just with, with both the only the danger song is the one that like I feel like I'm not satisfied with it yet, and it has been. I've been working on that song since last year. It's supposed to be actually on this recent record, and it didn't make it for the sheer fact of like I was trying to play. I was trying to play it, and it didn't like it didn't hit. So uh, for the, well, hopefully it'll be on uh, this record or not. Actually, I may may have removed it already. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's gonna come. It's for sure gonna come out this year. But those are my two. Those are my two favorite songs I've ever written so far. Bad Things is also extremely, uh, extremely great. I'm, I'm releasing a, a remix, acoustic version of that with my friend Cesar Rodriguez of Crooked Saints. And that's going to be very, very powerful. And, and yeah, and so, um, yeah, it's going to be dope. Other people like Future You and Me and they like other stuff. And I feel like those songs are, are important. But I feel like the stuff that's coming out of me now, and you know, especially coming out this next this next season of my life, I think it's... It's definitely the you know the the person that was last year doesn't wouldn't like the person I am now because the person I am now wants it you know wants to uh, wants it enough to manifest it so yeah that's crazy to see that I mean honestly hear the growth kind of from yourself from last year to now like you're in a whole different headspace and it's awesome to see you out here thriving and doing your thing and I feel yeah. like. Last year, you were kind of, you know, getting out the funk and trying to, you know, will your way Help! out. Help <laughs> right. right. And now you're out here, you're out here smiling, laughing. It's just, it's great music. It's just, it's, it's awesome, Sean Louis. We're happy for you, man. Thanks, man. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and dive into our little halftime little break. Uh, we're going to run the, the Cartel Coffee um, ad that we have going on. So th- thank you to Sean Louis, by the way. Sean Louis was the one that plugged us in. With Cartel Coffee Lab, so oh. this man that made this happen. So it pays to go to that place every single day.
Cartel Coffee Lab is the place to get coffee, especially if you are in Arizona. They have locations in Tucson and in Phoenix. The specific location is the downtown spot in Tucson. This is definitely the place to come to for a first date, you know what I'm saying, or even to crank out some work or hold a little meeting. Now, let's say you aren't into coffee like that. Well, you're just in luck because they have other options, like their teas. If you were to ask me what I would recommend, I would definitely say the chai tea with a splash of almond milk will do wonders. It's absolute fire. You can find links to Cartel Coffee Lab on our website, takeoverlounge.com. Thank you, Cartel, for sponsoring Takeover Lounge. Cartel Coffee Lab makes beverages so good they should be illegal. We are back with Sean Louie, man. Thank you for, for being here. Yeah. Sorry. You got some, you got some voice? Am I, am I? Oh, there we go. I can hear you now, I think. Say something. Hey. Oh, there we go. All right, we're, we're back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, funny, funny story about Cartel Coffee Labs. The first time I had Cartel Coffee Labs, let me tell you. Sean Louie, I, was, I had it at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. It was the dirty, the dirty chai uh, latte. I, was, I got it at two p.m. I could not fall asleep until four a.m. in the morning, and my stomach was messed up. So that was, first, that, that was my first experience with coffee ever. So shout out Cartel Coffee Labs. You know what I'm saying? Hell <laughs> <laughs> they, they yeah. Hell yeah. So before we before we catch you before we got into the uh, the the sponsor video. What were you? You said you love going to coffee cartel coffee labs. That were you? Yeah, I've been going there for like nine, like I'm almost like nine years, man. I feel like uh, eight years. I mean, haven't been that long, but when I when I was came homeless, I was um I I hung out there all the time. Now I was homeless. I was staying in my friend's couch, but I didn't have a job. My company just went under. I was kind of stuck in Tucson for a little for a little bit, and um yeah, it's um it's been it's they're they're all amazing people, so. Anyone and everyone who's in charge now, I've known them since they like either first started, or you know, um, or when they like when they were barista, you know, the head head person of um, of cartel. Now I've known them since they were like a, literally a barista. I literally, I can see the image in my head of her like scrubbing like tables and stuff like that. And now she's in charge wow. of all the stores. Um, yeah, just shout out to Mercedes. She's dope. So um, yeah. yeah, they're amazing people. I suggest everyone to go check them out. Great staff here in Tucson, especially downtown. That's the hometown. So, yeah, it's cool. Definitely. Yes, it really is. Shout out to them, man. Thank you, y'all. Sean Louie, if you could pick any superhero power, what would you pick and why? I would want to be Static Shock. That's awesome. I'm glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. 100%. (laughs) Because I could fly. Because I get to fly. I get to shoot things out of my hands, yes. and I get to use electricity. Electricity is everywhere. I could like enclose myself in electricity and then go fly to Jupiter or something like that and hang out. Exactly. So, yeah, I 100 would be static shock. I, now I don't know about the outfit. Outfit I would wear wear, wear all black so I can like you know hide it and stuff like that. Purple is not really my color, but <laughs> static shock for sure as far as the powers go. Yeah, 100 percent me in. I'm glad you said that because he's overlooked. Static Shock is overlooked, man. No, so underrated. Did the show come on Disney or something like that? I, is it? Did I miss it? Is it on Disney no, now? I don't 
Is it? If it, if it is, it's news to me too. But somebody, somebody fact check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, static. <laughs> um, shot on TV. Um, it's oh, so HBO Max. Whoa, cool. That's what I'm doing. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> later. All right, interview's over. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, static. Did you see they're trying to make a like a real like real life version of Static Shock? Did you see that? Yeah, here's the thing is that you need to be at just as powerful if or if not better director than than Black Panther. And that, that's hard. It's yeah. hard. In in any other in, in, sorry, super in a superhero movie that it has to do something to do with black culture, it's gonna be harder to reproduce or to take the same impact as Black Panther. I'll always take a second second shot. Sorry, give myself in the camera. Because of how good the main actor was, how good Chad Chadwick was, and then his then his legacy with his death. You can't defeat that's why like even some of the Batman movies after like Dark Knight, it's yeah. hard. You know, someone yeah. like a Heath Ledger, who's an amazing actor who people you know that people love, not not just the actors actors, but humanity loved this person because he devoted his whole self to it. And just like with Black Panther with Chadwick, he devoted himself his whole self into making sure that people that you know, uh, you know, PLC that the the people that look like him got to feel that they were important, that they could do anything, and that they had a place inside a world like Marvel. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. No, I'm not gonna say it's not gonna be good, but as as in like I think people, including myself, is like, man, I, I need to be at, at the height at the level at Black Panther. And I think it takes some kind of like. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be like that because you know you're not gonna replace Chadwick. You know his no. influence on his culture. We'll, we'll be talking about him about until we're 95 years old. You know, yes. and, very and, um, true. Yeah. And what, what made like Black Panther even more powerful after Chadwick passed away was just that he was battling cancer at that time and still able to. It's just wow! Like definitely, oh man, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, man, definitely one of yeah. the greatest. Real talk. But um, you know, onto onto some lighter news. We're celebrating our one year anniversary uh yeah, yeah. tomorrow. And uh one of our uh performers is ASCII. And it came to my attention, you guys got really, really close during uh COVID and got to know each other really well. And so I want to know more about that relationship and how that's that friendship has has matured as a mentorship and all that good stuff. Oh, me and Ask Askey's tight as fuck. All the all the A fifty crew, yeah, they're tight as fuck, man. I really do admire like a lot of their work ethic reminds me a lot of like my LA and like New York friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's always cool to be with people that are like minded and you know, who are who can see that can see that not just that their dreams are possible, but like if they can manifest it and put work to it and they, see, and they see it happen, they can continue on. Some people will, you know, will toil toil on the on the ground and get a couple of fruits, pieces of fruit and be like, yeah, I did it, and then stop. But right. like, ask him, he's, he's too hungry. He wants it too much, him and the whole crew. So it's, it's always it's always a pleasure just to be in a room with them. I got to like hang out with them on their studio during COVID. Um, and then ask him, of course, he's on, he's going to hate me. He'd be like, Sean, we put this song out. Now he's on... He said, there's a future you and me remix that that is out. That is, I have my hard drive. It's not even. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. It's actually really, it's really, really good. I just haven't put it out. Um, um, yeah, Lou, we need that. 
We need that ASAP. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I need it. I need to just put it out. He he's he's called me at least three or four times like publicly, so I need to just do it. Um, he's probably gonna do it again. Like Shelly has me on this track. Um, so um, yeah, I, I love him. I think those guys are dope, and I hundred percent believe. I give it another. I think I said this. I think I said this already. I give it another year, maybe. You know, COVID COVID slowed everybody down, but. I give them another year before, like, they won't be in Tucson as often because they're playing so often in other places. Definitely. Yeah. That's the goal. Sean Louis and Askey out of Tucson doing a lot of things for, for the community and for themselves as well. That's what we hope. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's exciting. Rodney, we need, we need that. We need that song, Sean Louis. So, <laughs> enough. Um, right <laughs> it's hard you know it's oh, the, most, the most difficult part of, about it was to make sure it got it got depressed so like i don't like doing anything without any kind of proper like you know rollout and mm. so with my with myself and him um you know our schedules don't align as much as the, i think they pop they probably would do they never do man so mm. um I, as soon as as soon as they do lie as soon align sorry uh, we, we'll put out put out something because I really want to. If we're gonna do it, I really want to do it well because I believe both of our teams and just myself and him, um, you know, can really put on something that can really rock, you know, Tucson in a way that will not just put myself and him on the map, but help everybody else out as well as we continue to like, um, you know, you know, do our music. Now I'm not saying like, and I'm, I kind of agree with um, Pike on this. I don't think every artist's job is to put on put on their city, but I think you should represent your city in a way that. That when someone goes, who are you from? They go Tucson. They go, what else is in Tucson? You want people mm-hmm. to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Not so much. I'm from Tucson. From Tucson. What else is in Tucson? You want to be that good? So I know right. that myself and him can put up really cool. Sorry, my dog. My my dog is like, what? it's not my dog. It's my it's my, my best friend's dog. I'm watching him right now. He's like going crazy. What's up, buddy? Come here. <laughs> um, you may see someone come up real quick, um, but yeah. So that that track and the remix will come out. I'll say I'll say it'll come out at the same time as Tays will come out. How about that? That's like that's okay. like a stretch. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Sean Louis. We'll take it. I promise you guys, it is really good though. He's, you know, he's an ama- he's an amazing lyricist, and and I ask he is one of a kind. Him and his whole career really doing something really special. So I'm happy to be his friend for sure. That's awesome. We love to see it. We love to see it. Yeah, Sean Louis. The other day, you asked me a very interesting question, and I still don't know the answer for it. Um, <laughs> What's up? If you had to pick five artists for your new music, what um, five artists your new music sounds like? Who would it be? Did you ever find out those five artists? Yeah, someone said that I sounded like. Can I asked someone else that. Oh wow, I got to look at my past. It's been like. Text my be- I text my best friends this, and they literally sent me a message. It has been like nine days. I text my every single day. Um, I don't, I you know, nothing that sticks out. And I think that's a it's a good it's a good thing, bad thing. Good thing because, like, if I if I were to play uh, when I play at festivals and everything, normally sounds like me, which is why we're able to continue to expand, especially in some place like Mexico. Right. Bad thing because when when you go to like any kind of any kind of label that I've talked to or any kind of booking person, you know, they they go, well, you sound like this, and that's only a small piece of what I sound like. Right. Uh, 
And then that could also like put you in a box. Cause like their whole deal is to ultra market it. So they're just going to cram whatever in. So if I'm going to be a pop artist, that sounds like my song, tell me they're just going to cram in every single song is going to sound like that, you know, and even the remixes, right. or every single song. And so the fact that I have, my thing is, is wide enough to where if I played, I can play, I can play anywhere and play very well and play with other bands that have their own sound. It makes it slightly difficult sometimes to market your stuff because if I sound, if I listen, now I hate this. I don't, I'll say I hate this. I don't like this. How do I say this peacefully? I think this artist is absolutely, I think this artist is absolutely amazing. I don't see it, but I see it because pop music and I know people can really get really uh, sensitive about, uh, not sensitive what I'm saying. I think that, I, I think people, I, I think Quincy Jones really made something really, really special when, when mm. he made Thriller, right? So Thriller is like the pinnacle of pop music. You really can't beat a record like that because it's pretty much, pretty much perfect. So it have his influence and in everything. So like The Weeknd is essentially just looking at that and going, okay, that is the, the template. Someone like myself who also loves Quincy Jones, like who also and can look at that and go like that also is a template. So I get compared to the weekend when reality our music's not really the same. So imagine like my is constantly compared to the weekend and people are saying I should make the weekend music. So I've had producers send me tons of stuff that's just essentially just EDM. And I love EDM. EDM is dope. Yeah, let's dance. Let's do our dance. Let's do the stomping thing that people do with one foot and they just twirl it. You know, I think that's right, right, right. I don't make music. I don't make music like that. Especially look at my last albums and stuff like that. So it's, it's it's I ask that question because if some people can't tell me, that means I'm I'm doing something right, and it, it but also creates a harder way to market. So, mm. um, um, that's the reason why I asked you because I'm like, trying to figure out. But um, I to the, I mean I still to, to be honest with you, I still I still haven't. A lot of people just say I sound like myself, so I just market myself and it's worked out so far. So definitely, definitely has worked out so far. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because you have like an international fan base from Mexico ranging to Europe and like even I think I saw, I saw something like on, on Australia, maybe a little bit, too. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's I think the funniest the funnest part is when I do get sometimes people ask me to like retweet stuff for like Tucson, like my Instagram and all stuff. Yeah. I tell them all the times like, you understand, like I only have me 75 or I'll say me, let's say like 100 people from Tucson on my Instagram. The rest of them are all from like they're all from everywhere else. So I um I've, I've been very blessed to continue to hit. And I really believe it's really it's because of the it's of the work that I put in at the very, very beginning, those mm-hmm. 99 I sent up for the, my first song, just pounding and pounding payment. <clears throat> I really think that jump started it, um, yeah. almost like a small, a small wave that that you know that created a, a huge wave. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's um, I, again, I think the five, the five artists is always good for people to ask, but I think I'm in a good place. Hopefully, no, definitely. <laughs> just, is, it a, yeah. is it a hard is it hard to like maintain that like? fan base with it being so international for you or has it been kind of easy um i say both in a sense okay. of like with social media it makes things super easy now with like the time difference and everything um and the language barriers occasionally i'll have to create more content in order to hit like a certain area so like <clears throat> i'm <clears throat> um popular um um um, when I say popular, I mean like I'm not like Beyonce. So people are like, "You're not popular. You only have 400 people listening to you in this city." So whatever. <laughs> so, but, but I would say that I have a larger fan base in like some like a Turkey in Istanbul. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to create. 
I have to create content that's just just for them. So some stuff that you guys will see that you know that you guys won't see that I've created for them, they'll they'll get it. So it creates, that's like the that's like um probably like the the bad part about it is just creating content that's specific to those those uh, demographics. But then you get like stuff that I posted today, you know, that everyone will like. And I just have to right. make sure I put it in the same time 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 zone to where when the algorithm hits, everybody gets at the same time. So that's. Right. Otherwise, I've, I've really I've had a great time. Like I said, I've, I played more in Mexico than I have in the states, and yeah. I like I'm, it's probably not going to change. I have, I love I love Hermosillo, I love Mexico City, I love Guaymas, um, and um, yeah, it's so cool, man. Definitely, I was just thinking about it. Um, what's your favorite like venue to play at? I feel, I feel like we asked you last time, but has it changed at all? Ever. Yeah, ever. It's a good question, man. It's, he- it's heavy. Um, hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. The, the, <laughs> I'll say the funnest, the scariest, and then like 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 the the one that I like remember the most. Okay. And the, one where, um, the scariest was what this random uh, venue out in Houston called um, Happy Funland. So oh, imagine God. Alice in Wonderland with it. That's literally what it was. Everybody, all the staff was all dressed up. There was hardly anyone at the show. It was a secluded wow. area, industrial complex. You walked in and there was heads. There was like doll heads everywhere chopped out. When I say like doll heads, I mean like huge, huge heads, huge like mannequins and everything. And it was dark and it was like really weird. And I, me and the band I was playing with, the old band signals, I was like, hashtag happy fun, man. Uh, rip. And I'm pretty sure that place doesn't, doesn't exist anymore because, especially during COVID. But uh, yeah, I remember, I remember looking and look at looking at my friends. You're like, oh, this is how we're gonna die. It's like this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. it was really, really, it was really weird. So that was like the most that was the scariest. Like, Bob, I was like ner- nervous a little bit because it did it. Everything seemed, you know, how you get those vibes that just you don't yeah. feel safe. Did I? Did, we did not feel safe. Um, so there's that one. Um, I'd probably say most memorable was I was like 18. Mm-hmm. It was like my like one of my first shows, and we played in front of like 3,000 people out in Palm Springs. Um, old Ben's uh, Into Pass, and that was really dope. That was like more of like a like of of like when you first time you see if you toil on the ground for a long time, the first time that you see the fruit, a little bit of sprout of green, you know what I mean? And we're staring at it and looking at my guitar player and going like, ah, I'm like, oh, I get it. If I work hard, I can do it. There's nothing holding me back. And there's nothing. No one can say anything. People can talk. I'm the, I'm the one who's holding myself back. So if I put in the work, I can do it. It was more like an aha moment for me. You know, right. that was like the first time where I knew I had the gift in order to, in order to in order to perform at the, at, the, at that level, you know, and um, let's see, that was the scariest. That was the most uh, memorable. The funnest would have been, hmm, funnest would have probably been like um, this random place out in um, Texas. Okay. It was with actually with the, in that meeting some. Um, uh, we played with the band that actually got famous, or the, the lead singer got in that game famous or touring heavily. But it was like when I say random, I mean, it was like it was a town, I can't remember the town, it was a like random town in Texas. 
And that was really weird because there's only three people there and they're all probably like 12 years old and they were going so hard in the paint. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was like a fun. That was, but, but it's like, yeah, that, that stuff to me is fun. It's really cool. So it's yeah. interesting. It's like came from like 3,000 people when you're 18. And then the most funnest is when the most fun one is when you're playing with for like kids and they're going <laughs> hard music. So that's, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah. That says a lot. <laughs> that, that stuff won't leave your memories, you know? Exactly. Um, who are you currently studying? I am studying, I can tell you right now. Um, I'm still studying in, uh, Eddie, Hendri- Eddie Kendricks, the lead singer of, um, or one of the lead singers of Temptations. Um, that was my studying Pharrell a ton at the moment, and then um, here I literally can tell you my Spotify was open. Spotify is so lame sometimes; it like picks up half my bandwidth on my computer. Now I know people go just buy a new computer, but Spotify should not take up that much bandwidth, and I'm complaining out loud. Um, dark, dark child. Let's see. Um, uh, the new birth. Uh, Major Harris. Um, hmm. Shalimar. Uh, Lamont Dossier, and then of course uh, Curtis Mayfield. Uh, I've been really getting involved with those. And drum roll, please. I've been studying her, and not in a sense of like trying to figure out like like studying of more of like um when like when you see when it, when it, when a when an eagle sees another eagle, you you're always mesmerized by the eagle, and you, even if you are also that same thing. So I I all I I mesmerized by her dead, you know, their, their dedication to their, to the, their music and how they're able to, you know, their, their path from where they were, because they, for sure, like, I remember them when they weren't her and they were, oh my God, I forgot their actual real name now, but they were just a songwriter, you know, so to see, to see the escalation, it's, it's, it's something that is like, again, I, if I can do the work, then it can happen. Right. So, um, uh, yeah, it's really cool. So those are people I'm studying. And one other person, actually, dun, 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 is a band called Other Lives. Um, they're like a indie band. Um, okay. And uh, they're, they're really dope. I've been really into them. Oh, and then my friend Hanson. They, they're an amazing uh, song, songwriter themselves. Uh, and their production style they do um, is dope. You can take a look at them um, at Hanson. So it's H-A-N-S-S-O-N. And they're from Australia. But uh, she's super dope. Yeah, so I've been studying those people. Dang, that's a lot of people to be studying. I so my one thing I do a day is I listen to a full album every single day. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying every like I try. I'll say this: in the last three days, I haven't done that because I've been busy. But that's sure. that is really my my thing I do. So I will you know in the morning do um, get the house ready for you know just my the regular stuff, and then I will. I will start our records. I try to choose random records and stuff that I hate, you know, like some records I'm not really into. Now there's an artist that I don't, I don't understand why people are into him because he sounds like a lot of other people that I, I, I listen to, but the fact that he's, that they're doing it, that makes me even inquisitive because I'm like, okay, if he's doing it and he sounds, sounds like everyone else, then he has something that's special about him. So let's figure out what that special thing is. And then obviously admire it and respect it and engulf into the art because that whatever thing, whatever that special thing about this, this artist that I, uh, that I've been listening to is, um, is, is engulfing the world. So mm. it's, uh, it's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So what is Sean uh, Louis currently working on? I mean, we heard about a new project that you're working on, an album, actually, right? Yeah. And then we heard about Black Ren. What's what's working with Black Ren right now? Uh, I can't tell you guys Black Ren because that's um, – oh. so we plan out about a year in advance. So we actually are going to start playing out next year, um, next month, I think. No, I okay. think when my – What's, what's today's date? We're May. So yeah, so next month, June, we start we start having our, our preliminary meetings with myself and Fiona. We start picking the artists that we think that are that we think will be great for next year. It's difficult because of COVID still, but it's it's right. still it's still a thing. Um the next yeah, the next thing I do, I'm really just writing every single day. I can play something for you guys, see if I can drop open oh, yes, this Please do. Um, um yeah, I'll, I'll play you guys. I'll play you guys a beat to this to this song that's coming out. It's a song that actually is up there as far as the songs that I like. I I love playing. Um, okay. I want to play. It. Let's see if I can. Anyways, I I like I that. I can't think of the vocals, but that song for sure will be a song that I know people are going to like. It's, it's, it's a special song, man, and it came from the heart. So, yeah. Oh, man, I'm so looking forward to it. Everything that Sean Louis is working on, everything that Sean Louis touches, man, I just want to be, like, involved in. Like, honestly, like, I just love how he just works and how he does his thing, man, because Sean Louis is out here doing it for the people and not even for himself. I mean, this is a beautiful thing, Sean Louis. Try man, try. Awesome. So where where can they find you at, Sean Lewis? Um, Sean Lewis, S E A N L O U I. Look me up everywhere. Um, if you guys just just want to follow Black Renaissance, that is hundred percent okay. Make sure you guys follow Black Renaissance. We're highlighting Black artists every single year, doing dope stuff, man. And that's that's like you know that's been that's been the heart of of why. I'm sorry. There's a little thing that I'm like on <laughs> the block. Um. <laughs> Um, is um, yeah. So it's been it's been you know the main reason why I've, I've stuck around inside the United States for so long. I think it, I think it's a beautiful thing, and I'll continue to be here because I think that Black Renaissance is what the what the ultimate vision that we have that we're going to do, especially in the next couple of years, is really the goal is to change the culture of the state to the point where Black history is a normal thing we all talk about. As just as as much as we talk about Thomas Edison, we'll talk about the same guy that that built the filament. You know, he's a black guy. Um, as much as we talk about, you know, every other governor inside uh, governor inside um, Arizona, we talk about you know a black a black senator or a black mayor that's doing amazing stuff. We talk about black community organizer, you know, and I, again, the idea is to change the culture. That's what we want to do. We want to make sure that like any event we do, that we drop it. Poof, and we leave. We, we let we let it we let it subtle. Let people right. just like dive in. So um, that's it. Um, as far yeah, again for me, Sean Louis at, at, at every everywhere. Um, I'm gonna be playing some shows um, here pretty soon. I think as soon as like as soon as Mexico opens up, I'll be headlining a festival out there. Uh, me and the squad, and I'll be. If you guys saw my new vi- my new Looper video, that's, that's gonna be something that we're gonna incorporate in every single uh, every single show now. Um, and so. Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, at me, at me, at please add, make sure you guys support Black Renaissance because it supports Black artists around Arizona. And uh, that's how you guys can find me. All that good stuff, man. Sean Louis, amazing, man. 
So you can follow us at the Lounge Takeover on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. You can follow Takeover Media at Takeover AZ Media. You can follow me at Z underscore underscore GIV. You can follow Daniela at Danny Roll Takeover. And tomorrow we are celebrating one year of the Takeover Lounge Extravaganza at Thunder. Congratulations, man. We'll be having Lab Rats deconstruct our intro beat out there live for you guys. We'll have performances by ASCII and Amazing. Uh, I heard that Manny Megs will be making an appearance. I heard that the appearance. It's going to be a fun night. You guys are not going to be there. You, you know, mask up, of course, but you should, you're, you're missing out. You're going to miss out. Me and Daniela will be there. Uh, Ask, talk to us when we're not on stage. We'll talk back. Uh, we won't be antisocial. <laughs> we'll try not to be. Um, but yes, tomorrow, 7 o'clock, doors open, Thunder Canyon Brewery. We'll see you there. Sean Louis, thank you again for stopping on by the Takeover Lounge thank again for year two. Yo, this is the season finale, too, of season three. So we wrap it up with Sean Louis. So this is awesome. We'll see you guys for Good season four. Man, out of here. Next Friday, 8 p.m. Peace.